Show. It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by Taylor Made and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. And I'll be here entertaining you on this and every Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know, you can listen anywhere at 920thejersey.com. Just hit that Listen Now button. All right, folks, it's Friday afternoon. It's showtime. Let's go. Traditionally Masters Week, we have a special treat for all of you. Metropolitan PGA Golf Professional and Media Personality Brian Kroll will be with us. But first, more music from a band called The Good Few. I know our guest will love it. After all, his son is the lead singer. Let's get your Friday show vibe going. Turn it up. Before we get started this week, I want to thank everyone for staying home and helping our healthcare professionals do their job. I appreciate the whole Springdale and Troon family of associates, the members, my fellow managers, everyone. You know, all of the notes, emails, calls, texts, they're, they're just amazing. If I might make a quick suggestion, you know what, why don't you send, each of us send two or three texts or make a FaceTime call this evening. You just can't imagine what an impact it will make on the other person. And now, speaking of another person, I'm beyond excited, more like a golfer gets masters excited this week, to talk to today's guest. So without further ado, let's bring him on. Brian, welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you today? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, it's a pleasure to have Brian Kroll here, folks. For those of you who do not know him, Brian is the director of golf up at Osiris Country Club. He is an author. He is a broadcaster. He is a radio host on Sirius XM. And this time of year, each and every year since 2011, he's been down at Augusta National broadcasting with the team from CBS Sports. So we are very fortunate to have him this afternoon live on the show. So, Brian, let's let's forget this year. All right. Let's go back to last year. Let's spend some time in the 2019 Masters. For those of my listeners who have never been to Augusta National, let's just get started with Augusta National itself and the Masters. Can you describe for them what it is like being at the Masters? One word, Keith, magical. Uh, The bottom line is if, if your listeners have not had the opportunity to experience the Masters tournament or to visit Augusta National during this just incredible week. Please figure out however you can get down there, do it, call your friends, get in the lottery, do whatever is possible to experience the Masters tournament. It is truly unlike any other. Um, Just a couple things that make it so special, in in addition to the unbelievable attention to detail, uh, just the traditions. Uh, I think think of, uh, I think of the champion's dinner. I think of the crow's nest where the uh, top amateur players stay. I think of the par three tournament, the honorary starters and the ceremonial opening tee shot every year. 
there there are just so many great traditions there throughout the the property and they've added some great ones in recent years drive chip and putt on the sunday prior the augusta national women's amateur uh, these are these are pioneers augusta national are are people that have vision for the game of golf and for sport that is unmatched and all these traditions come together in this incredible week and the few days prior and it just makes the event so so special so i would urge everyone who is listening if you haven't experienced it yet somehow get to augusta national and get there during a masters tournament you will not be sorry well, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it, it certainly, as the phrase goes, is a tradition unlike any other. And speaking of which, the 2019 tradition, the 83rd playing of the Masters, was quite a special one. Tell us what Sunday was like at the Masters last year. Well, this uh, this would have been my 10th straight Masters. Uh, and in all of those years, and, and certainly... Phil Mickelson's win was a was one that comes to mind, and and the incredible playoff victory that Bubba Watson had. There there are moments that sort of uh, jump out at me, but 2019 was truly one that perhaps will go down in history as one of the best sporting events of all time. To see Tiger make that comeback and to hear the roars uh, and the the analogy here between Tiger and the Roars is is uh, too easy to make, but the bottom line is the volume at Augusta National could have been at an all-time high. I, as a as a personal Jack Nicklaus fan, '86 is one of my all-time favorite years for golf. But uh, man, 2019 was special, and it was a, a feeling, an atmosphere that I have never felt in in a sporting event. All right, so the final putt goes in, and then what happens next? You're right there on the 18th green. The final putt goes in. The people around you. What what is that moment like? Um, I just I just found my arms in the air and I felt screaming. Uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to put it into words, but I, I didn't mean to throw my arms up. I didn't mean to yell, but all of this emotion just kind of came out, and it was bizarre because it is such an incredible story and what it means for golf and what it meant for golf. I think is is really something we're still feeling the effects of. Next to me was the president of the PGA of America, Susie Whaley, and the first the first words I spoke uh, were to and from Susie Whaley, who who turned to me first and said, "Do you know what this means for golf and the PGA Championship, which had just been moved to May?" And I said, "Oh boy, this <laughs> this is something else. Not just for the PGA, not just for golf." But I think for sport, and the two of us were just smiling and thinking, man, uh, golf is in a great, great place right now. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And and even though we have this little pause right now, I mean, golf couldn't be better. I mean, I know you believe that. I believe that. And as PGA professionals, you know, we all grew up and we have dreams and dreams and hopes and aspirations. But you are a golf professional that gets to call for CBS, the Masters. So what's that experience like? Well, let me let me first say that um, uh, being a part of the CBS broadcast team for for Masters tournaments and PGA Championships is truly a, a, an honor unlike any other. I, I could not be prouder and, and more fortunate to be a member of that team. And you do feel like uh, you're a part of history. You're you're helping to tell the story of these great championships, and and you're an integral part of uh, how the 
how the world consumes this incredible event. And it's it's an honor I take very uh, very seriously, and and I'm so proud to be a part of it. And at the same time, I feel like um, I can help to show other PGA professionals how they can expand their career paths. And and listen, as a as a PGA professional, and I know that um, that you are an award winning. Uh, proud member of the New Jersey section of the PGA of America. But the bottom line is, if you're a PGA professional, you're an entertainer and you're a great communicator. And I think we have to always remember that. So if you're just joining us, Brian Kroll, PGA member, director of golf up at Osiris Country Club in Walden, New York. And, you know, one of the things as a fan of golf all my life and as a PGA professional, I just marvel at Augusta National Golf Club and the tradition that they have created over the years. So how do they captivate the entire golfing world so successfully every springtime? Uh, how much time do you have, Keith? <laughs> uh, keep, keep it under uh, 27 minutes if you okay. could. Well, uh, the first thing I would say is, listen, the Masters is, is truly special in terms of major golf uh, events because – Unlike the U.S. Open and the Open Championship and the PGA Championship, the Masters is held at the same golf course um, at Augusta National every year. So I think the the viewers and the patrons and the fans at home uh, come to know the golf course and they know how the action is is uh, taking place and they are familiar with all of the different vistas that Augusta National offers. So you start to become a little more connected to the event. Um, you know, that's a great, that, that's a great point because sin- sincerely, we all have such familiarity with the place, but it seems like every year they're so innovative. How is it that they have such a careful balance between both sides? Well, they, they are, uh, I think a lot of times people don't appreciate how advanced, um, the masters tournament is and how advanced Augusta national is. They are on the cutting edge of everything, um, from different camera angles, different, television techniques uh, from from all the different perspectives they offer us. They have done things from, I'm telling you, video games to 3D coverage to uh, and improvements that take place on the property year in and year out. Every time I go there, I say, it can't get better than this year. And then the next year, they're, they're even better. It's, it's remarkable. They are, they are innovators. They are leaders. And, and we, the, the golf fans in the world, are the uh, beneficiaries of their vision and they just they just outdo themselves year after year it's incredible i tell you you know one of the things you know you know a lot of times private country clubs are thought of as you know kind of a stoic atmosphere traditional not necessarily as innovative as some of the other um, fields of science and technology that are out there in the world but uh, you know you think back clifford roberts was the first one to use leaderboards throughout the golf course and then he was a huge promoter of putting golf on TV back in the 60s and how that whole television coverage broke down. And then now they, they were the first ones of the all four majors to have their own app and that and streaming everything. And I know that you do a lot of the coverage for the streaming aspect of CBS and you cover a different number of holes. I mean, without that technology and innovation, you know, you might not even be there. That, that's right. Listen, I'm, I'm uh, lucky to be on the uh, the broadcast team and my area of expertise uh, is on the digital platforms online and the number of, of viewers and engagements that are taking place during Masters Week. Um, I've, I've had so many of my friends call me during the week and, and say, this has been my least productive week at work 
by far because everyone's watching the action on on the uh, masters.com and cbssportsnetwork.com uh, applications. And it's, listen, we can follow the action. You can see every shot at the Masters. You can follow featured groups. You can, you can take a trip virtually to any part of the golf course that you want to, to see how things are going. It, it's, it's just incredible. And I'm, I'm excited to be a part of it. It's pretty funny how you put that. It's everyone's least productive week at work. And uh, uniquely enough, Augusta National was able to pull that off again this year and make this everyone's least productive week of work as well. You know, it, it doesn't matter the year. I mean, they could still pull it off. They could, they could still captivate our attention. I mean, it's amazing to me. I, I looked at the Golf Channel lineup and they went, you know, they started with the 86 Masters on Wednesday and they're doing all this, all these recap days. They have Phil on Saturday. They have Tiger who's going to be there on the Tiger 2019 version on Sunday. I believe they have Jim Nance is going to sit with Phil and Phil's going to provide commentary for his first win on Saturday's broadcast and Tiger the same for 2019. I mean, think about those guys reliving those moments and, you know, you kind of sit in the shoes of Jim Nance, you know, for this week, right? Imagine what his experience is like, you know, kind of going through that with those athletes. I mean, how much fun do you think that would be? Oh, man, it, it's it's incredible. And and again, Jim is uh, the classical uh, piece of the masters that we all hear and see. And and his voice just kind of it, it rambles through the uh, the loblolly pines like uh, like the roars at Augusta. He is so smooth and such a great representative. But you're right. This weekend is going to be extra special with the CBS Rewind and and some great new um, action coverage with, with Phil involved. It's going to be so cool. If you love golf, you've got to be watching CBS this weekend and uh, see what they do with the Masters coverage. But yeah, it's it's a treat. It really is. The whole event is a treat. I mean, we're here on Fox Sports 920 AM, but I can't help to give everyone the CBS plug, you know, this this weekend, because uh, to relive some of those moments, I mean, you actually know what's going to happen. And it goes back to the point we were talking about earlier, how they come up with new and interesting drama every year. And, you know, you go back to last year, the opening round, you got Bryson. He's leading after the first round. Um, after the second round, it's Jason Day. And then and then by the third round, you have Francisco's out in front. Um, you have Tiger in the last group. They have the weather issue that they're going to deal with. So they all go off in threesomes in the morning. So they're kind of packed tight. All the action is e even more fast and furious than ever before. W what was it like behind the scenes as this was developing between Saturday night and Sunday morning and, and CBS is putting together their broadcast team, which you're a part of, and you know that it's going to be like, man, this is going to be just a, a, a legendary experience tomorrow yeah. um, on the final day of the 83rd Masters. Take me through kind of your experience that day. You know, it, it, it's funny that you mention all of that because I think a lot of folks forget how the timing of uh, the weekend changed in 2019 relative to uh, any other Masters tournament. And all I can say is my hat is off to uh, the folks at the Masters and at Augusta National. Um, they they have so many incredible minds that are ahead of this. And uh, the same goes for CBS and and. What, what Augusta National did last year to pivot and sneak around these weather conditions and still get that incredible, unforgettable event to take place in its completion and, and uh, finalize with that putt from Tiger Woods on the 18th and bring it all to life and bring it all to life again this coming weekend, 
it's again, I go back to the first description I made. It's magical. And and to see all the people behind the scenes working so tirelessly to make sure that the coverage and the experience is better than ever, even in spite of those storms and all the crazy weather, they made it happen. And and again, all all credit to uh, Augusta National and how they conduct this incredible tournament year in and year out. Well, you are magical. So I hope you'll hang on for a couple minutes. I got to take a quick break here. We're going to run out for a second. Uh, I got to let the sponsors do their work. It's 3.17 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 in the Jersey. Be back in a moment for more with Brian Kroll. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich in distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey? The private club operating division of Troon Golf Management. Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know, it's traditionally Masters Week. And although we don't have the 84th Masters, we do have a very special guest today. But of course, first, a little Friday afternoon rock and roll. The faces We're back with Brian Kroll here on Springdale Golf Live. We're so happy to have him during Masters Week. Usually he takes the migration down south to Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. So we wouldn't be able to talk to him, but this year we have a special opportunity to have him on air with us. So Brian Kroll, PGA Professional Director of Golf, Osiris Country Club, and broadcaster extraordinaire. Uh, in the first half, we talked a lot about Augusta National, and you know I don't really want to touch too much upon the coronavirus. Uh, I love being a positive person. I'm the director of fun. You know that. 
But I, I truly believe in all that golf is going through right now, especially up here where you and I can relate to the metropolitan area, that something positive is going to come from all of this. And, and from your perspective as a PGA professional, you know, how do you see golf coming out the other end of this pause? Uh, that's a that's a great point. I do think golf is um, well positioned for this whole uh, challenging event we're going through. I mean, we've got the luxury in most cases of fresh air and and uh, an opportunity to get out and walk and enjoy the uh, the countryside. So uh, I see golf as one of the sports that will recover the quickest and in many cases and in many states help us through this uh, difficult time and. You know, I think we as PGA professionals need to take this opportunity to be as creative as we can, to be um, as imaginative as we can. I think a lot of our fellow PGA professionals are creating great instruction tips. They're learning themselves. They're they're going through some education online. You can go to PGA.org and find out ways to improve yourself as an instructor or as a as a business owner. And we have to relate to our clients, our our customers. And you got to find new ways to do that. Send some videos to the members of your club. Uh, be, be proactive. Engage them with surveys and, and use email. Use your contacts in any way you can because golf is this connector and, and camaraderie is such a big part of our sport. And I think now more than ever, we are appreciating the power of the PGA professional, if we do it the right way. Now is not the time to sit back and, and uh, you know, eat a bunch of cake and cookies at, at home. It's the time to be proactive and find out how you can be more impactful, not just to your members, but to, to everyone out there. I mean, use, use the technology we have to, to make a bigger difference. Well, you know, Brian, you made a difference throughout your whole career, and I'm fortunate to be speaking with the 2020 Metropolitan PGA Golf Professional of the Year, former president of the Metropolitan PGA section. So I'm going to hit you with this. I think golf is perfectly positioned, as you said earlier, to have a huge uptick in participation. And here's why. As we roll back out of this little pause that we're in, golf is an outdoor sport. It's played in a lot of wide open spaces. I think golf is going to have a lot more people that are attracted to it because it's something that they will be able to do versus doing sports, team sports, indoors, in tight quarters. I think that golf is spread out as a PGA leader over there in the metropolitan section. What's your reaction to that? Don't you think that we could get a lot more people? So yes, use this time to be thoughtful and to think about how we can make an impact coming out of this strong because I, I think people are going to be knocking down our doors. Oh, without without question, we need to be prepared for that, and and a lot of that is is good planning and uh, making long range decisions. And I'm I'm proud to say that the Met section had a, a huge town hall meeting on Zoom this morning. Almost 200 members of our section got together and just sharing best practices and and trying to figure out the best way to react to this crazy situation we're in right now. And I agree with you, Keith. I think uh, I think golf is positioned. Uh, very strongly to to continue to uh, survive and thrive after this pandemic is behind us. We just have to look at new ways. Perhaps um, golf courses need to be a little more careful with banquets and weddings and how how do they how do they put those items into the into the budget? And you got to be careful. We need to we need to have more of a focus on 
social distancing and, and proper enjoyment of the golf course itself? And how can we promote that? How can we fill some extra tee times? How can we get more people enjoying that walk or that hike they're taking with their family and do it with uh, with a golf bag on their shoulder? And I think I think we're in a position now to get creative and help golf become even stronger on the other side of this. Well, I love what you put it there. You know, we need to enjoy the game more. And there's one thing that my fans love, and we've been off for a couple of weeks with interview guests, and that is a little rapid fire Q&A. You know? okay. So hopefully you enjoy this as much as they enjoy learning a little bit more about you. And if you're just getting together with us here today, this is Brian Kroll, PGA professional director of golf up at Osiris Country Club. And we're about to do a little Springdale Golf Live Masters edition, rapid fire Q&A, a tradition unlike any other you ready for this brian bring it all right favorite hole on the front nine number one champion's dinner what are you serving <laughs> i'm going simple steak and uh probably some ice cream at the end all right I, I like that you brought up dessert i could see where your head's at there all right first year you can remember watching the masters on tv 1986 uh, i was in college and the Golden Bear was making that incredible run. That's the one that sticks with me the most. I'm glad you went there. Which one would you rather cover as a broadcaster, 86 Masters or last year's 2019 Masters? I'll say last year's Masters. No disrespect to Jack Nicklaus, but the the game is so much more global. It's impacting so many people now. I think 2019 made a bigger mark in the entire world than than any other Masters tournament favorite hole on the back nine number 10 and it's the second nine no <laughs> sorry you know I'm, I'm just a patron all right <laughs> i i don't travel down there to work all right yeah I, I stand corrected or sit actually right now okay all right i've got bobby jones clifford roberts and jack nicholas who's the fourth person up on augusta nationals masters mount rushmore huh I'm telling I I would say, did you mention Arnold Palmer? I, I, I didn't say the king. He's only got four. Yeah. Yeah, but let, let me tell you. I mean, you, you mentioned Nicholas. He's certainly there with six green jackets, and Tiger is perhaps on his way to uh, to matching that. But I would say Arnold Palmer is so instrumental in bringing – golf to the masses and to television and there was no better ambassador for our game and for the masters tournament than than the king arnold palmer when he started to uh make his charge through augusta national and i think he needs to be he has a rightful place in that mount rushmore hey don't feel bad this is your rapid fire q a you know these, these are your answers no apologies which do you prefer egg salad or pimento and cheese sandwich egg salad Without question. I want you to look ahead. Who is going to win the 2020 Masters? Rory McIlroy. I'm trying to be rapid fire. There's no one I want right now uh, wearing that green jacket more than Rory McIlroy. I just think that would be the, the final piece of his puzzle. He would get the career grand slam. He's been so close. Rory's my guy. Uh, there's no doubt he'll be he'll be ready for it. And unlike many other major seasons, he'll have a couple other, you know, very intense pressure filled events leading up to that. It might just be this kind of interesting scenario that gives him the career grand slam. So I think that's a great pick. All right. One more question. When you hear the word masters, what's the first image that comes to mind? 
the first image for me is is the the golf course itself. Um, and and I, you'll you may notice I mentioned the first and the tenth as my favorite holes on the front and the second nine respectively. There's this spot there right behind the 18th green where early early in the morning or late late at night when when the patrons have left. I've had the opportunity to stand there and just gaze around me in in wonder. Of course, Amen Corner is a is a is another very special spot. But wow, just uh, those images um, of the incredible surrounding this this beautiful environment. It's a fantasy land. So for me, it's the golf course itself. Well, you know what, Brian, you've been a tremendous guest today. When I hear the word masters, I think of you. I think of our friendship. I can't thank you enough for being with me today. All the best in the upcoming season. I know you'll be there for the PGA championship in August and you'll be back there hopefully at Augusta in November and and we'll get to see a lot of great golf in between. Thanks for spending the time with us today. It's been an honor to spend time with the director of fun. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Thanks a lot. Well, that's it. We just spent some time with Brian Kroll. So happy to be with him this afternoon. And you know who else I'm always happy to be with? That's our supporters and our sponsors. There's TaylorMade Golf, the New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, F.H. Wadsworth, and all of you, my listeners, you're great supporters as well. And I really appreciate it, especially during these amazing times. Well, you know who else I appreciate? That's Wade Weezer on the board, my producer. Absolutely, the Springdale Board of Governors and True Golf Management. That's one thing's for sure. Without the support of all of these people, we wouldn't be doing our 104th episode. So quick math on that. It's been two years since Springdale Golf Live started up, and I can't thank everyone enough for all of this fun and our journey that we've been through. Enjoy that. Celebrate. Happy Easter, everyone. So one last thing. You know I'm staying at home, and I hope you do as well. From my house to yours, and of course everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 